Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in memory of Shlomo ben Edward and Edward ben Ephraim. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafua Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Shaul ben Brita, Sasson ben Sal ben Batia, Yerachmiel Daniel ben Tovabasha, amongst all those who need a speedy recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parsha Snasai. Our Parsha begins with Hashem telling Moshe the transport duties of the three families of the tribe of Levi. Gershon, the first family, was responsible for carrying all the tapestry veils and skins that were used in the Mishkan. The Kahas family, the second family, was tasked with transporting all the holy vessels that were custom-made for the service of the Kohanim. The third family, the Marari family, was entrusted with carrying all of the Mishkan's structural components. Hashem then tells Moshe about the Saita and the Nazir. The Saita is a suspected adulteress who is witnessed going into seclusion with another man, despite being warned not to associate with that individual. She has to be escorted to the base Hamikdash and have this Torah portion written on parchment, which is then soaked in water until the ink dissolves. The Saita must drink the water, and if she committed adultery, her belly would swell until she died. However, if she is unharmed by the waters, it is clear that she is innocent and she is blessed with many great and amazing blessings. The Nazir, on the other hand, is a person who vows to abstain from grape and wine products. They must not cut their hair and may not become tame. They cannot come in contact with a human corpse. The Torah portion concludes by recounting the gifts given by the Rosh Hashvatim, the tribal leaders, the heads of each tribe, by the inauguration of the Mishkan. However, a question comes to mind. The laws of a Saita and a Nazir are taught right after each other. But what is the connection between the Saita and the Nazir? One is a suspected adulteress who may have committed one of the worst sins of the Torah. The other is a person who forbids himself from worldly pleasures. Why are these two mitzvahs seemingly attached? Rashi on this Pasuk provides a very well-known answer. He explains that there is an inherent connection between these two commandments and these two ideas. The Saita is a woman who is lacking in her self-control, which is a byproduct of drinking alcohol. But the Torah teaches us also about the Nazir, a person who does not drink alcohol and consciously works on their self-control to attain a higher and deeper relationship with God. However, the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh, Rav Moshe Al-Sheikh, a famous commentary from the holy city of Tzfas, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He explains that the Torah connects the Saita and the Nazir to teach us that holiness depends on free will and not the circumstances of a person's birth. Every person can sanctify themselves to a point where they are a role model for their friends and family. But the contrary is also true. A person can neglect and ignore the inherent holiness of their soul. They can forget the power that God has embedded in them to uplift physicality to spirituality and sanctify His holy name in this world. The Parsha is teaching us that our connection to our Father in Heaven is ultimately in our hands, in our daily life. We must understand that every action we take, whether spiritual or physical, has the ultimate significance. For our future is not entirely written and there is no fate we cannot change, there is no prediction we cannot defy because we control our destiny. Through our choices, our willpower and determination, we can lead ourselves towards success. We are created in the image of God, which means we have free choice. We have the freedom to choose to stay stagnant in our life or to learn from past experiences, change, grow and reach our full potential. 
We can change our history, but only if we choose to do it. There's an amazing quote that I once heard. You are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choice. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.